What's up, everybody? I'm Jesse. Across from me is Jay Purcell. You know that makes this Roots 2 Grooves. What's up, Jay? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know what's <laughs> Cockle doodle do. <laughs> it's trying to do a uh, foghorn sound. Oh, and yeah, yeah, there you go. Something yeah. like that. That still sounds like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we got some chickens clucking today. We got to get some of those sound effects that a cool podcasts have, you know? Oh, yeah. I do have some. It's not on to play it for the audience but have some cheesy uh claps crowd sounds and all that we need some some claps yeah uh what's up how are we doing pretty good rooster grooves here we are 102 episodes episode 102 yeah yeah uh a show all about music i'm impressed good job jay yeah good job jesse uh each week we talk about a new artist uh sometimes neither of us have heard of the artist sometimes only one of us has Neither of us know that much about the artist until we research and then come here and talk about what we found out each individually about each artist. Yes. Finding out about their music, their history, their creative approaches, their mindset. So don't depend yeah. on us to, to write your college dissertation on this particular artist. Exactly. We're just here to discuss and explore. Here to learn and to grow. Love it. There you go. Great stuff. Today we're talking about Cleo Soul. Cleo. Cleo Soul. And uh, before we get started, I have a quote from one of her inspirations, which we'll talk about later in the episode. She's a big fan of Stevie Wonder. Mm. Uh, I got a quote that he said once. He said, you will never feel proud of your work if you find no joy within it. Your best work is always joyful work. Nice. Yeah. Succinct. I like that I one. I like it, yeah. He has lots of wisdoms sometimes in his lyrics as well he's got a lot of wisdom in his lyrics but, joy um, yeah he seems like yeah he, he goes for the joy yeah he, he so. expresses the joy well in the music yeah i think so that's yeah great artist to be influenced by yeah and so cleo soul out of london town <laughs> london town yeah a british uh songwriter singer yeah mostly singer i guess but she writes right she Obviously. writes yeah um yeah born in london so she's like r&b yeah. Singer. Yeah. Um, I mean, what else do you say? She started kind of more like Beyonce kind of vibes, like poppy. Yeah. A little bit. She's kind of had two careers at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, started out featuring on other people's records. Mm -hmm. Had her own major label thing. We'll talk about this more in detail as we go on. I don't want to give anything away too much. Obviously. Uh, then she took a hiatus and then she came back sounding completely different, more mature. And this is the most recent music that we know of from Cleo Soul. Yeah, with her two albums out, uh, actually yeah. back to back, like she her debut albums twenty twenty right, and then another and then, one in twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, before that, a few singles, an EP, and yeah, I mean, I would kind of put her in a similar ballpark as Sade right now. She doesn't mm -hmm. really sound like Sade, but it, but that sort of R and B style. I think I heard somebody um, say it sounds like Sade was in the room while right. she was creating this yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. And and also like kind of with her PR side of things where she's not really she's a little bit elusive like you know it seems she like keeps quiet. She keeps quiet. She just does the music and like Sade does and like she just Same, yeah. <laughs> but she seems like a really yeah. humble down-to-earth girl. Yeah, yeah. Really talented. Yeah. Really introspective and chill. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty well spoken. Yeah, she's pretty young. I don't know how old she is off the top of my head, but she's like twenty-four or something. Right. Yeah. Born in nineteen ninety-one. So do your math there. Oh, she's thirty-one. There you go. 
Her full name is Cleopatra Zven Zvezdana Nikolic. I don't think I got that right. Um, yeah, like I said, born in London. Her mum has Spanish and Serbian roots. Her dad has Jamaican roots. Uh, both her parents are musicians as well. Yeah. So well, I think we're skipping ahead a little skipping bit. Skipping ahead. I was just trying to give a little bit of... <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm skipping ahead to shit. Yeah. No, we got, <laughs> that's what we want to get into. So let's, let's get into it, though. That's basically the little rundown yeah. of who she is. Yeah. Pretty... With this new, um, new portion of her career... Um, she's like coming out of the races, coming out of the gates pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's still kind of underground. Yeah. But the people who've heard her are very impressed. And I'm personally impressed. Yeah. I didn't know who she was until you brought this up. Right. So this is a super cool artist to have found and to have uh, listened to. Yeah. I think I listened to both albums. And I mean, it's, it's just really impressive, really good music. Yeah. And yeah, she. I've heard multiple people say she should be more of a household name. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure she will be in the, the coming years. Yeah. So with that being said, let's listen to another track, get some vibes, and we'll we'll get into the deets. Why don't you just let go? And quiet down your ego Don't complain about finance I know your daddy weren't a real man Damn, I still love that track that was the first track I ever heard of Cleo Souls. It's called Why Don't You. Uh, originally came out as a single and it was on an EP and then they put it again, I think, on her first album. Mm. But it's a really good track. Um, yeah, very good. Yeah. And uh, so we're talking about this week, Cleo Soul. Cleo Soul. I already gave away a little bit of information about her background, but let's uh, do another <laughs> rewind. Let's go <laughs> yeah, back yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said. Serbian Spanish heritage yeah. on her mom's side, father's Jamaican. Yeah. So, um, and like you said, both of them are musicians. Yeah. And so she grew up and, you know, around that. Her, her parents met because uh, they were both in a jazz band, is what I understand. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. Um, and so her name, Cleo Sol, um, I eventually saw a rare interview of Cleo herself speaking about 10 years ago. Mm. And she said that she invented the soul part of her name because obviously it means son in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And she, she said that that gave, gives her kind of inspiration to create positive music, soul, like warm, fun and, fun and sunny. So, yeah, yeah. Which sounds yeah, good. Yeah. And I think it works really well for her. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say her, her mom plays guitar and flute. Nice. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, I mean, so, so it was a musical family. Yeah. A lot of music, obviously they were playing themselves and then playing in the household as well. Like she said, so it's like, there's lots of different things. Like I think one thing she said is that her dad listened to a lot of old reggae music. Mm -hmm. Her mom listened to a lot of old like Latin and salsa yeah. type music. And then Cleo herself listened to a lot of Motown. She says like old. That was like her main jam. Yeah. Her main thing on vinyl. 
she listened to that until kind of her teenage years when she started discovering like Destiny's Child and Beyonce and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so some of her influences, Stevie Wonder, like we said. Yeah. Um, Erica Badu. Yeah. Yeah. She comes up a lot. Yeah. Jill Scott. Yeah. Um, then yeah, reggae stuff, Motown stuff, Latin music, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she never went to music school. No. So kind of self-taught. Yeah. Just influenced by osmosis through her family, I suppose. Yeah. It seems like it. And I think like the first thing she started doing musically was as a kid, she had a little karaoke machine apparently, and she used to sing along to songs Mm -hmm. and, and then she started like recording her own things. I don't know if you remember on cassette tapes. Uh, it's kind of like VHS tapes. You could like put stuff something in the little hole that's cut out of the tape and then you can record over it kind of thing. Hmm. Um, yeah. So like people, maybe people don't know that because it's a whole nother era ago. But stuff what? Yeah. Anything like, so I used to on VHS tapes or, uh, or cassette tapes, you could just put a piece of like dark tape, like duct tape over the hole on the top of it. And then you can record over that tape. Oh really? Yeah. And the same if you bought a blank tape and you didn't want anyone to re-record over it, you just snap out the piece of plastic in the hole and then people couldn't record over it unless you covered it with something. So, I have a lot of questions about how that works. But I'll, I'll put some pictures up on screen maybe if I can find them. Okay. See if that like explains things a little bit about cassette tape, hole on the top. You just put a piece of tape over it like that and then pop it in the cassette player and you can record over the tape. I, I just don't yeah. understand how that works. Why would you put <laughs> tape over it and how would that help it record? I think it's I, something about how a tape works where it just needs that hole covered to be able to record <laughs> you're, on you're it. You're speaking yeah. magic. Okay, yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me, but I mean, I believe it. And so, yeah, Cleo used to put, she said she used to stuff toilet paper in the, in the hole <laughs> to record. And she would record uh, like her own vocals and melodies on cassette tape using her like little karaoke machine that she had. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. So yeah, um, this is from Labrook Brook Grove area, Notting Hill area. This has come up quite a lot. Uh, Joy Crooks, who we did an episode. Same area. Same area. She grew up in, um, and and she yeah she didn't go to school. She just went to her, like not regular school and youth club I think after school because uh, she was asked about how. How, what advice she would give to other up and young coming people to get into music? And she said, well, that's kind of all she did until uh, MySpace and all that came along. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we're there yet. Do we have any other info about her um, early years? No, just same stuff. Yeah. I mean, she was into contemporary artists at the time, like Destiny's Child, Alicia Keys. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I get the, don't got really anything else. She just started on, yeah, let's get to the MySpace stories. Yeah. So this is pretty early on. Uh I want to say, so her very first recording that they say uh, was 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's had a few like features and appearances on like singles that came out in that era. But before that, um, she had her own music, I think, that she was uploading to MySpace, right? Yeah, as um, far as I know. Yeah. And so, I mean, she caught the attention of this underground producer, Da Vinci. Right. Yeah. And he's like kind of a famed underground tried and true producer i don't know much about him yeah i don't know too much about i'm not sure if he was involved in the grime scene because mm-hmm. grime music is basically where um cleo first kind of dabbled in like singing on like releases that are out there kind of thing um and so i don't like da vinci i don't know if he was a grime necessarily a grime producer but i think he did he dabbled he at dabbled least. in that yeah 
because I say this because like there was a single that she later released that sounded more like Destiny's Child and Da Vinci produced that. That wasn't grime at all. It was more like like be early Beyonce music or something like that. Yeah, more yeah. poppy. Yeah, yeah, based right. Yeah, poppy R and B. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I even have one of my notes says even in 2007, one of those tracks was released. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a artist called Tiny Tempa. Yeah. And we have a little snippet we can play. Yeah. So this track Tears, I think is credited as maybe being her first official release. I'm mm -hmm. just going to play a clip of this. I feel we ought to just leave this now Cause if secret rounds ever leave this house We'll be the talk of the town like Harv and Alicia And believe me girl, I don't need this now And you don't either So yeah, a little bit of a clip there She's mostly like on the chorus Doing sort of melody ad-libs throughout that track uh, I was a bit surprised when I heard it I was like, oh, this is pretty old now It's like 2008 Yeah, so, uh, that sounds pretty outdated It does now, a, a that's what bit. I was thinking I thought exactly that, I was like, wow And I was like, what's Tiny Temper doing these days? He hasn't released anything since 2016. So, yeah. but he's established in the UK. I think he like formed his own media company and stuff like that. So he's been gone off and done cool things. Um, nice. But yeah, you can hear that's like light years away from what Cleo Soul's doing now. Um, I definitely like her her newer stuff better. Yeah, and so she kind of like has like two careers, right? So she went from MySpace. She uploaded some things to there, caught the ear of Da Vinci, like we said. Mm -hmm that led her, him to introducing her to like other like grime artists that she then went on to like uh, do features with or like backing vocals with uh, on a few releases kind of thing. Yeah, and so then yeah. she eventually signed to the label Dirty Canvas through those, Yeah, yeah. through kind of Da Vinci's connection. Right, yeah. And then I think Da Vinci started producing like solo material for Cleo like, as part of all that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so she started releasing these singles, right? Um, yeah, we had a, a single called High. Right, which I haven't heard. I have a clip of one called Never the Right Time. Do you want to hear that it? That was the other one, yeah. Yeah, do you want to hear a snippet of Let's that? Let's get a snippet, of course. All right. Listen, girls, you know what I'm saying, man. I still like that. I, had, I hadn't heard it until today. But that one's not bad. 
I like that. Yeah. But you could obviously see, um, you know, her vocals shining yeah, yeah, bright. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's the power and control. Yeah. Very good. So she had it from from the beginning, basically. Yeah. And that was produced by Da Vinci. They were in the studio. Uh, he was running through a bunch of samples. He came across this one. They both started nodding their head mm -hmm. like, this is the one. And then yeah. they built up the track. And it's good. There's, there's some interesting production in it. Um, I don't know if it was live instrumentation, but it sounds like there's some good drums in there. It sounds like there's some acoustic guitars. Mm -hmm. It's all like panned all nicely around if you're on the headphones. Kind of yeah, this big sound sort it seems, of thing. Yeah, better produced than the previous track, High. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Never the Right Time, Who Do You Love was on, I guess the label was called Island. Yeah, uh, yeah. Island Records, massive record label, mm -hmm. I think. Um, that was in 2012. Yeah, and so she started doing these singles and music videos, and I saw like some old TV clips of her being interviewed on various shows as well and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so I don't know the full details of what happened back then, but like, sound like she had this much massive record deal, and, and they were really pushing her as like, like a new R&B artist in, right. the, in the pop realm. That track we just played. There's people that have commented on that music video like 10 years ago and said, oh, I hear this at my work. Someone worked at Victoria's Secret and they're mm -hmm. playing it on the on the soundtrack all day kind of thing. And so I think at the time it came out, it was one that was like a fairly big pop track in the UK. And yeah. Got she a was, lot of radio play and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. They, were, they were pushing her like, yeah. like a, a version of Beyonce's type. Yeah, artists. I wasn't going to say that. That's what I was thinking. Like the the UK answer to Brit to yeah. not Britney Spears, but Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's similar though. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, I don't want to you know compare yeah, yeah. or contrast. You know, they're they're quite different artists, but in, in, at that time there was the similar vibe. You, yeah, you know, you can hear it in the music. Yeah, yeah. Just going for that kind of more pompous, yeah. poppy yeah. sound, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, I like I love pop as well as much as any other yeah. style of music. And so. So she had all this few singles. She, apparently, she had a whole album ready to go, um, but didn't release it. And, yeah. So she had. Yeah. So she had. What I heard was that some of the producers were not acting professional. Yeah, I think this is like I heard her say this like earlier, like because like Da Vinci hit her up on MySpace and invited her to the studio, um, and that was how they first met, basically. Mm -hmm. And she said she was apprehensive because she'd only had bad experiences with producers not being professional kind of thing and yeah so she like got with him and they like had a good rapport musically and she said he's like her bigger brother kind of thing mm -hmm. like you know um but yeah but so yeah. she i mean so she basically i don't know the details but she got out of it mm. and she decided to keep that record yeah. without releasing it yeah and she went on musical hiatus for the next five years yeah just yeah not a peep well, Pete didn't release anything. Uh, it said not publicly, so I think she might have dabbled in that time. Mm -hmm. um, Pro yeah, probably didn't stop writing lyrics. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought. But, I'm sure she uh, was still being artistic and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still probably creating and writing a little bit too. But yeah. But as far as like releases on the same level, yeah, nothing like it. So yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but. You know, your mind goes to all these various things like dis was she disillusioned with the industry? Were they did they blacklist her? Did they, yeah, did, did they drop her? Were they like was it a fight where she was trying to do certain things creatively and they were like, no, nah, you need to be yeah, promoted. Yeah, little way. legal thing. Yeah, so who knows like uh, what happened? But she 
did eventually start coming back. And when she came back musically, it was together with Inflow, right? Mm -hmm. The mysterious music producer. That yeah, they, they developed a really strong, long-lasting connection. Yeah. Creating a lot of good music. Dean Josiah Cover is his real name. We talked about Inflow before because he's basically produced every Little Sims album, I want to say. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and he has produced a lot of other stuff for other people, um, including Adele on her mm. album 30. He like produced three songs on there. He, he, along with Cleo, is part of this mysterious group called Salt. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of the name, yeah. but like you said, they're mysterious. S-A-U-L-T. They're mysterious because I think they, no one really knows who's in the group apart from obviously you can hear Cleo on some tracks and Little Sims on some tracks. Mm -hmm. um, but they like do this really great music, release an album and then they'll like take it all down and you can't find it anywhere and shit like that. Oh, they that. just take it down? I think so, yeah, yeah. They've done that with at least one album I've seen where I was like... Ugh. Never to be found again? Nice. You kind of have to, if they release something, you kind of have to rip it off the internet or something, download it, you know, if you want to keep a copy. Put a piece of tape on that cassette. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old school wise. <laughs> um, but he's a really good producer and like, I don't know how they met, um, but they ended up uh, in a relationship. So Inflow is also Cleo's partner mm. and they have a kid together, um, which, you know, we'll get to because that's her cover of her most recent album but we're not on the most recent album yet ah, there's still hey. there's still more music <laughs> to talk about right before mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. She, um so she returned in 2017 with tracks why don't you and try to try and you try right um so these were and these were a little bit of a different style less commercially yeah uh sorry if we can hear that that heater is pounding away it's nice yeah. and toasty in here yeah um yeah less commercially minded Mm. Um, but they were produced by Inflow. They're really good. Um, and they were issued on the Forever Living Originals label. Mm -hmm. Which is, I think it's Inflow's label. Um, his own record he label. He owns that one? Yeah, yeah. Little Sims' most recent album is on, released on that as well, I think. Yeah. 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 So that was like, so they started this musical relationship. Yeah. Um, creating stuff and there was to, it would be developed over the next few years. Yeah. Um, but on 2018... She came out with an EP called Winter Songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, released March 9th. Yeah. Which features uh, that track, Why Don't You, that we played. Mm -hmm. Yeah, half the tracks were old tracks and yeah. half the tracks were new tracks. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then that sort of led up to her debut album, right? Ro uh, yeah. Rose in the Dark, which came out in 2020. It's 38 minutes long. It has, uh, it includes some of the singles that she released previously. Um, and it's a great album. It's like fucking amazing. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like, uh, it's, it, it weaves between like today's sound of alternative R&B and experimental production techniques mixed with what sounds to me like classic like old soul music yeah like, you know just the production sounds really warm yeah and classical yeah like just the like the piano sounds yeah it just sounds like for sure like a real piano yeah, yeah. Just, i don't know what it is about how to produce that sound yeah but it sounds really good and then it, mixing in with like these beautiful string arrangements yeah um just creates like this kind of timeless vibe yeah and it's all very understated as well and i read somewhere that like 
some journalist description of it was like it's it's kind of understated on purpose to give like room for her vocals to shine kind mm -hmm. of thing like um yeah it is yeah. almost minimalist yeah like yeah. there's great production and interesting musical ideas happening yeah but it is a nice bed you know kind of enveloping her vocals which are just beautifully placed on top yeah, yeah. and allowed to shine yeah yeah like the soul definitely yeah and yeah should we play a track from it we got one loaded up don't we yeah let's do it hypnotic right i feel so relaxed yeah me too <laughs> and the track's called when i'm in your arms off of her debut album rose in the dark and yeah produced by inflow i love the instrumentation in that the bass is like right up front there's some like mm -hmm. tasteful strings weaving in and out like the percussions all a little bit off kilter mm -hmm. the flourish is even like a little harp yeah which reminds me of like um uh, Alice Coltrane, John Coltrane's wife. Mm -hmm. She was like a harp player. She released all these albums that were like really great with that harp sound. Yeah. Like, Amazing. Yeah. So it's, this album, yeah, is killer. You got that on there. You got like Why Don't You track that we talked about. Um, the whole album, just I would start there, definitely recommended. You know? Same. Yeah. Same. And, uh, and, the other thing I want to say, the track, Why Don't You, that was the one she performed on Colours. We keep right. talking about Colours. Jesse still has not seen anything of Colours or know I, what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I did my, my did homework it? and checked it out. Okay, yeah. And so I obviously for this one, I, I found her on Colours. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so Cleo Soul, yeah, did awesome. I think she had like a pink background on this one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, just, yeah, so she's just standing there. Yeah. You know, look and fly yeah. and just delivers a gorgeous performance of Why Don't You? Yeah. And just, I mean, very, it's really cool how they do it on that, that show because there's, you can concentrate on the artist and on the, the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And just really listen to what they're creating right. in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, just very, very impressive. I encourage everybody to go watch that yeah. to, if you want to be introduced to Cleo Soul. Yeah. And a lot of people were. That was five years ago that got released and it's up to 18 million views now. Mm um and we joked about it or joy crooks joked about it when we did the episode about her um because joy always said people would point at her or not point at her shit they'll be like are you uh cleo soul you know they would or get joy her mixed Colors. up a little yeah, bit get, get her mixed up yeah because joy did one as well but mm -hmm. uh and they're also both from the same neighborhood in london yeah so you know um but and i think that just really like that track why don't you I think, and, and the appearance and colors blew her up to a whole new audience. Yeah. It probably kickstarted her new sort of career too, I would say. Yeah, she had a whole <laughs> rebirth, basically. A whole rebirth, yeah. And it's funny because 
you, if you can find these older clips of her older interviews and music videos on YouTube, some people have been commenting like, oh, I thought she was American and she was going to be introverted. And it's like, this is like, this has turned me off. This is like weird. I was like, that's a weird comment. Because there was like, there was some weird TV show called Freshly Squeezed in, in the UK. And it was definitely, she was definitely interviewed at a time when she had the big major record label deal. Mm -hmm. And she was doing the PR circuit thing, you know. And, but someone else, you know, commented, it's like, well, you know, this is, she wouldn't be who she was now if she hadn't gone through that experience, you know? Yeah, that's like, true. You know, and yeah, I think it's fascinating to see what she was doing back then and, and who she is now and who she is now. is just like so completely 100% authentic mm -hmm. and honest. There's no bullshit around it. And I think that's done on purpose from her as well. Like she didn't want to chase the PR game. Mm -hmm. You know, but it has this other knock-on effect of people like Joe Budden. I think you might have seen a clip of his podcast. Mm -hmm. There's like a clip of him talking about uh, Cleo Soul and him saying that she should be a household name. Like, you know, mm -hmm. this is crazy. Like her album's like amazing. Like, and he was talking about her most recent album, I think, Mother. Um, and it's it's because, yeah, she's not playing that PR game. You know, there isn't really, there's some magazine interviews that you can see out there. Most of them are sort of like journalists talking about her rather than interviewing her, it seems like. Yeah. But like the interviews yeah. I found of her were like the first, the top ones were like from 10 years ago. Right. Those yeah. are like the main ones on YouTube, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised that they were there. I don't yeah. know why, but yeah. I, at that time it was in my research, I didn't realize how big of an artist she was. Yeah. That she was doing those circuits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And even at that time, she was very well spoken and, you know, Seemed yeah. like very humble. Yeah, yeah. That was the vibe that I got. Yeah, yeah. And then it was unfortunate to put that together with the the idea that she didn't like it or it wasn't working for one reason or another. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like we said, we don't know what happened. Yeah. Um. Um. You know, stuff definitely went down because she she used the hiatus to write. Actually, I did see this that she said somewhere that she used that time to write and kind of process emotions and feelings, kind of thing. Um, that helped her get through that bad time, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but like, um, but yeah, there's just like, like she's just. I think someone else said about her that she's she's kind of like working to her own timeline. Like, um, she like prioritizes family time over music and career kind mm -hmm. of thing. Like, um, you know, and she's someone that writes only from her own personal experiences. She says, you know. Um, and she uses the music like a lot of people do to, you know, explore those feelings and process reflections and stuff like that mm -hmm. about, you know. And so it's like, yeah, she's not chasing a career. She's not. And I think you can see this, like, I've been thinking about this a lot as well, like with social media and all that, like YouTube and stuff like that. I, I saw a video recently about some like popular YouTuber that was saying like, I'm going to change my strategy now. I'm not going to make the videos in the same way I was making before. Um, because he hit upon a similar thing, which made me think that like a lot of people that are creating content, music, even content on YouTube and all that, there's like a agenda, right? And you can kind of see it like from the thumbnails to the descriptions to the clickbaity things to the weird topics they cover kind of thing. Mm. It's like their agenda is to rack up the views and make money. Like their agenda isn't to like say anything particularly thought provoking or <laughs> 
honest. You know. To actually teach you something yeah. or help you understand something valid. Yeah. And I feel like we're getting as like the internet is a wonderful thing, but in this new age where it's also getting full up with a lot of like vacuous content that doesn't mean anything because people yeah. are chasing numbers and follows and likes and money eventually kind of thing. Like everyone's like, oh, I can become a YouTuber and make shit ton of money or influencer. And like and subscribe to our Rooster Grooves YouTube channel. Thank you. YouTube.com at Rooster Grooves. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and so in but music, for real, but yeah. in music, we see it happen as well. Music is like the most interesting art form to look at because you can see the whole breadth of everyone's intentions and agendas across all genres and all music history. You can see the people that are just pop stars that are just doing it for the money. You can see the industry working on them. You can see the authentic artists like Erica Badu and that just doing their art, you know? Like yeah. You can see it all. If you're looking for it, I think maybe a lot of people don't look for it or notice it, but yeah, if you, you if you try to make sense of what you're seeing yeah. in some kind of coherent way, you could put two and two together yeah. and see the artists who are trying to push themselves and trying to be viral and trying to be clickbaity. Yeah. And the artists who are like, you know, you don't even can't find an interview of them. Yeah. Or they don't even go on tour. Yeah. Which it sounds seems sounds so counterintuitive as far as like Cleo Soul goes. It's like, you know. Are you making a living out of this? Like, if you are, shouldn't you be doing this, that, and the other to like promote yourself and all that? So it's like it's interesting to me that she's keeping that balance of like um, not doing that stuff because it seems intentional. Mm -hmm. It seems, I mean, yeah, it seems like you would have to like consciously turn down interview requests and stuff like that because I'm sure at this point, you know, people have been reaching out to her to do like articles or interviews or whatever and. It seems like with 18 million views well, on no, for sure. and, and, and these albums coming out and for sure and her network, her personal network through Inflow, you know, Inflow having worked with Adele, he introduced um, Cleo and Adele. So they know each other and like she knows people in the industry. Little Sims is massive. Like, yeah. You know, and I mean, that's one yeah. thing that benefited her was yeah. putting in that time, just releasing stuff onto MySpace originally yeah. Yeah. and building that network, yeah. which she eventually had and that allowed her to go on hiatus and do whatever she wanted for that period of time. But then it, she still had some of that network when she yeah. felt like she wanted to come back. Yeah, yeah. And that allowed her to re-blossom and have the whole rebirth of her new career. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, the story that I see is, like she says, just do the music, make the art. Yeah. Use what's available to you and just build that network. Yeah. Because that's, you can use that and it's very valuable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, She's a great example uh, if anyone out there is like making music and maybe struggling with like making it or even making it means kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, I, th I think we've talked about it before, but like, you know, does it mean making a living from music? Does it mean being famous? Does getting it mean a record deal, winning a Grammy or whatever? Like, yeah. But I think for Cleo, an artist like her, it's just being able to express herself, you know, in the way that she wants to mm -hmm. and finding joy in that like stevie wonder said at the top of the episode yeah exactly <laughs> like, and that, that brings know. it home yeah 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 i mean that's what it all comes down to yeah i think that's that's making it for a lot of these artists yeah is just if they find joy in it and if it, it's a outlet for their self-expression yeah and that's the ultimate goal for a lot of them yeah because yeah i think like at least you can walk away and be like i expressed myself how i wanted to express myself yeah. on that it's not diluted 
it's just pure like fast and weighted. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, that's that's one of the most difficult things for a lot of people to do is express themselves. Yeah, yeah. You it know, is. we're like inundated with these all these distractions or compartmentalizations about how we're supposed to act or who we're supposed to be. And that's a, a wall that we all have to break down. And I think that's one of the things that makes us really content with our lives and, and brings joy into our lives when the, that wall is broken down and we can actually feel comfortable expressing ourselves. Yeah. Like feeling good about that. Yeah. And that it's easier said than done. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, and Claire's gone through her own journey of being able to do that. It mm -hmm. seems like as well, you know, but it just shows you that you can just do that. Yeah. Or, and it's okay. <laughs> Everything it's will possible. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think everybody should work on expressing themselves. Yeah. Whether that's through music, painting yeah. right business yeah, yeah it could be whatever you want yeah but i think you know expressing yourself in the truest way gives you a lot of power yeah and that that translates to you know making it whether it's business or art i thought of another thing isn't this a saying comparison is the thief of joy is that really a, that, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a saying for sure damn i just put two things together in my head there the stevie wonder quote what we're talking about cleo and and someone else it might have been joy critics but someone else is saying recently that like you know comparing yourself is the worst thing to do comparing yourself to others right everyone's on their own path and once you realize that you're on your own path then mm -hmm. like it's fine you know you okay i didn't get my performance on colors that's just maybe not part of your journey you know yeah you, you have your own journey to do like something else you know exactly like, you don't yeah. want to copy somebody else's journey step for step yeah because yeah. you might want that yeah you see it and you want those feelings right but that's not going to turn you into your own person it's not going to help you become and flourish you know the person that's that you are yeah that, that your you know, your truth is or whatever yeah you don't you know you don't want to copy somebody else's steps no but so don't compare those steps to somebody else's steps yeah yeah and i think in this day and age now things are easier like as a musician as well to put yourself out there we're not we don't have to rely on anyone else gatekeepers and stuff like that to reach people you know um and so i think that's like authentic honest artists just be making great music and putting it out there into the world and not asking for anything in return maybe yeah i mean each to, each to their own but like you know put the value out there and yeah. and it should come back yeah. yeah i believe it does come back yeah karma karmatically karmatically shall be returned yeah but i think the theme of this episode is self-expression and and joy yeah and yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we can have it all yeah if we're not comparing ourselves to other people's journeys yeah and allowing ourselves to you know break down the walls of what other people say we should be or how we should act right and allowing ourselves to be our most self possible yeah strive for that and this brings us to almost the end of this episode but we didn't talk about mother yet but mother yeah i was gonna bring that up that I, was, I was like <laughs> i was about ready to end the episode <laughs> we had some heavy mic drop moments in that last yeah. segment there. good stuff uh but yeah her most recent album mother came out in 2021 august 20th and cover photo is her with her newborn baby inflow son inflow son yeah um i don't think cleo and um inflow are married but i don't know 
they're both basically mysterious between the two of them and salt this other group there's just a lot of lot layers of mystery around them yeah i don't know her cleo's uh kid's name either do we know if it's a boy or a girl or i'm not 100 yeah yeah which is fine privacy but he is or she is on the cover of this album mother um as you would expect a lot of her lyrics uh exploring that Mm-hmm. Um, also, I want to say in the on the cover, apparently the photo on the wall is a photo of her mother. So three, oh, is that right? Three generations in one photo. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And mm-hmm. so the music's also great, obviously. Yeah, it's just uh, a, an even more um, evolution, mature evolution mm-hmm. from the previous album. This one, I would say, it's even more subtle. I think it's even more subdued musically. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a lot more. Um, I don't know if it was this album, the other one, like a lot more acoustic-y tracks towards the end, like just guitar and vocals and stuff yeah. like that. Right? Um, Overall, more yeah. intimate. More intimate, yeah. More wise, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, it kind of speaks with the 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 name of the album, Mother. Yeah. You know the kind of wisdom that that must bring. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. I don't have any kids. I'm not a woman. Yeah. So we could be though. Could be. If we wanted. I'm old enough to be Dave Chenet's father. I've I realized. <laughs> Dave Chenet, if you don't know, playing his band. His dad, who's only like two years older than me. <laughs> That's a yeah. scary thought. That's cool. Was, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that, yeah. we gotta get back with Dave and play some more music. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um I mean that's let's call it. That yeah. Brings us up. I, I don't know what she's doing since this release um yeah she's on her own timetable but she released two albums back like, to back year yeah. after year two massive bodies of work um she has like appeared like on little sims album i think um, yeah she's not shy of doing uh yeah features on other people's stuff um she says performing live is i think she wants to do that more she used to be really nervous about doing it. Couldn't even speak to a crowd. Now she has some really great uh, live performances that people have raved about saying that like she actually ha- creates this like warm, welcoming, welcoming vibe at the show. Like, and she's dancing on stage and she's getting people to like sing and interact with the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's brought out like little Sims on stage as well to perform one of her songs. Um, and she says she gets a lot of like yeah joy and excitement out of performing live now so that's good um, i feel like she's you know coming into herself yeah yeah and getting comfortable with it and so yeah i mean and the track we're going to play out with actually has gone full circle because the track's called sunshine and soul like we said she wants to that encourages her to make positive music good bam pretty (sighs) didn't know we were going to end up in in these conversations today serendipity uh, i love it yeah See what an artist can inspire you to talk about. This is the other reason for this show. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You don't know some of the things, the topics that the artist covers or talks about or just where they're at. Yeah. Inspires a certain conversation. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. That, that's one thing that they're bringing to the table, like by being artists in the first place. Yeah. You don't know how that art is going to affect other people or what conversations are going to be started out in the world. Yeah. Just because you release some music. Yeah. And that's a crazy thing. Yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Definitely. So with that, let's end it. Yeah. Hang out with us on uh, Instagram, you guys. Yeah. At Roots to Grooves. YouTube at Roots to Grooves. TikTok at Signal Radio. Um, are we on anything else? Twitter. Twitter. At Roots to Grooves. Yeah. 
Um, so hang out with us on there if you want to say anything personally to us. Comments are always nice. Mean things you could say. Haters going to hate. Players going to play. Um, but hit us up at the email. Jay's got it. Roots to Grooves at SignalRadio.com. S-I-G-N-L Radio.com. Grooves is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S I G N L radio.com.